is it? Are we around Teen Choice Awards time? I don't know. <laughs> it's and... a that's how I. That's exact. That's the only way I remember SpongeBob is that it premiered after a Kids Choice Awards. So like. Yeah. So. Unless we're around Kids Choice Awards season, that can't be right. I don't know. <laughs> Anytime you're ready to introduce the episode, you're good. Have you been recording this whole time? Just a little bit. Yeah, okay. I was wondering if I could start with the fact that I can't tell if I put my sweater on inside out, but I thought that would be too boring of the start of an episode. Because <laughs> I'm an old man now, you see. When I come home from work, I, like Mr. Rogers, I change out of my work clothes into a cardigan, a t-shirt. Anyway, hi. Welcome to Say Report Junior, everybody. <laughs> a podcast you, for some reason, are listening to and should be downloading and subscribed to. Wait, nope. Subscribe to and downloading every week. I had them backwards. It's okay. I am um, one of your hosts, Zach Sarawick. And I am the other host, Dale Decker. This is our most chill opening. Oh, like, I feel like we're just sitting by a fire, just chilling out. <laughs> Oh, it's been a, I mean, we did all of our E3 stuff last week, so, yeah. like, we haven't actually, like, done an episode in a while. I know, it's great. Well, I mean, we, well. We did record last week. We recorded but I mean, like, last night, because last of, week. Like, but because of, like, work schedules and stuff, like, this is also the time we get to talk to each other. Exactly. Hey, everybody, when you're adults, sometimes you don't see your friends all the time. Nope. Even when you do live with, <laughs> in the same state. Yeah, I was thinking about that before I called you. I was like... You know, Zach and I are finally living in the same state, and we still have never recorded in person. Because <laughs> even like last week before E3, I saw Devin, and I didn't see you. Mm-hmm. Because I went and watched Nintendo Championship stuff with him while you were at work. Yep. Uh... That was, it was, and then I came home thinking that you might still be here, and then I was nope. like, oh wait, Zach here? And Devin's like, no. I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. He... He, pr- he needs to work in the morning. Wait, I think I had work that night. I yeah. think that's why I, I left. Yeah, you had no work that night. I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. He had to work tonight. So, <laughs> oh, uh, man. But yes. So what you, what you been up to, Dale? I have been up. Uh, what have I been up to? I went to <laughs> Cape Cod for, like, the first time. Wait, I that think. can't be right. That cannot that's be why right. I put, Cape Cod's not that far away. That's why I put, like, the <laughs> suffix of I think. Is that a suffix? I don't know. Um, because it's the, like, I've probably, like, driven through Cape Cod or maybe been there as a kid, but I don't think I've ever been there as a cognitive adult. I mean, it's been a while since I've been there. I've been to P-Town a couple of times in the past few years. Yeah, which but, even, even that, like, I don't think I've really ever been. <laughs> yeah, but before that, like, I used to go all the time because, like, like a lot of, a lot of senior citizens. I had grandparents who got roped into a timeshare in Cape in Cod. Cape Cod? Yep. And so, like, we go, <laughs> there's like one hotel that they go to, like, once a year because that's your free week. That's yep. your weekend to yep. get the, like, discounted rate to the hotel. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, I just, I don't, I don't think I've ever, like, known of myself going there. Like, I, I've, I go to Newport. Like, Newport is my, island beach town see so let's tell you about to. that i don't remember the last time i went to newport really i think see when that? i was when i was still in training at my old at my old job mm-hmm. i had to go down there to is that where salve has their main campus uh, I think someone so. has a main campus down there 
Uh, I mean, there's a U there's a CCRI campus down yeah, there. Yeah, but no, this is and one I of the ones. And I think, is there a URI campus there now? I remember, but I, I had to go work at a bookstore down there, and like that yeah. was the last time I spent any time in Newport. So that was seven years ago. Uh, oh yeah, no, I I I love Newport. It's just like that. Like I said, that is definitely where we would go, or like that's where we would go for the island feel of Rhode Island. <laughs> Not Block Island, the Not actual Block literal island. island. Not Block Island. Uh, I've probably been to Block Island like three times. I've been once, maybe I think two times. Pretty certain I went once, if yeah. I remember correctly. Yeah. So, but yeah. Um. So Cape Cod was was new and and fun. Uh, because like my mom's friend's friend had a cabin up there, like a little beach cabin. Um, that was really weird. <laughs> Did she well, just thought about the words beach cabin? Yes. Together. Yeah. Yeah. I thought of the word beach cabin together, and then I was remembering the interior of the house, which is just like old, like fifty, like seventies, fifty, like fifty, seventy attire. I don't know really my decades. Two very different. I know. Attires. Well, because like it was really like it was just really old. It was like a really old interior, but it was really cozy at the same time. So it was fine. Like it felt great. It was nice. Um, yeah, and I, yeah, it was cool. <laughs> it was, like, a nice little mini vacation after taking a actual full vacation, like, three weeks ago. <laughs> you got, you got home from your, you got home from your cruise, and you were like, man, we're back here. <laughs> I need a come down. You need, like, that, like, methadone in between. Oh, yeah. Come down between when you're high and sober. And so it's like, you know what? We need a mini vacation to come down from the main vacation. Exactly. And no, it was really, it was, it was really relaxing. We, uh, it's so the beach area that it was on, it was like a weird little neighborhood off of a road and it just came to water. Like there was a parking lot and then water and, um, the house was up a huge hill and the beach was so narrow. Like it wasn't a beach. It was basically a sidewalk of sand and it's the weirdest Shel Silverstein book. What the sidewalk? The sidewalk of sand. The sidewalk is that a thing? No, it what was a side where the sidewalk ends. Did joke. I just? Yeah, I know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. No. It was. It was really cute and really fun and um, good food. Like man, good, freaking seafood, because it's a cape and yeah. Um, I saw we saw mission not Mission Impossible. I keep wanting to say Mission Impossible. <laughs> But I'm trying I'm, to decide what you think the B would be in MIB if it was Mission know. Impossible. Oh, like, wait. There, there's a black There's a blackout. Black, is there a blackout? Mission there's Impossible a, there, blackout? There's a Mission Impossible with the B in it. You keep talking while I look this up now because I need to know. <laughs> there's Fallout. There's Rogue I might Nation. Be thinking Fallout, Fallout. Ghost Recon. And Ghost Protocol. Oh, Ghost Protocol. Ghost, Ghost, Recon's, <laughs> Ghost Recon is what we had to watch at the Ubisoft conference. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and then That's MI, and then Mission Impossible, MI2, MI3. Yeah, there's no B1. Dang. But Mission Impossible Blackout should be a movie. I can almost Tom guarantee Cruise, that. Out. I guarantee you at one point Tom Cruise wanted to do one with a B and someone had to really convince him that that would get confusing. <laughs> someone someone had to like, really nah. convince him. Nah. That there was already three movies called MIB and a fourth was coming. And he still had to be like, are you sure? Because I really want to call it this. <laughs> It'd be fine. It'd be fine. Maybe we do a crossover. Who? That'd be fun. Honestly, 
I wouldn't stop Freaking Mission Ethan. Impossible or Men in Black from that happening at this point. That would there be was going to be a Men in Black. There was at one point going to be a Men in Black and 22 Jump Street crossover. Yeah, which I forgot about until Devin reminded me as we were driving after so, like, we saw the movie. And I was like, yeah. oh, yeah, that's disappointing. Um, but, like, imagine Ethan Hunt and, and freaking Jay, like, shooting down aliens together. That'd be incredible. Have Will Smith and Tom Cruise ever been in a movie together? It seems weird that they haven't, right? I don't think so. I don't. No, I don't think they have. I don't know which one of them I'm I bet you it's Scientology's fault. I'll blame them. Someone's <laughs> someone's to blame for that not happening yet. Scientology. Sure. Jeez. Um, yeah, so <laughs> this got weird. I don't know how we got here to Scientology. <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, it's we just cuz I can't Cruz. talk. You're literally just, right in there. <laughs> it's just cuz I can't speak. Uh, but yeah, no, we saw Mission Impossible in no, no, I didn't! God <laughs> damn it! You saw Men in Black I saw Men in Black International, and it was fun and stupid. Good. That's exactly what I want out of a Men in Black film. Exactly. <laughs> uh, Tessa Thompson is, is, is fantastic, as all, like, as she ever is. And uh, Chris Hemsworth is fantastic, too. Like, they are best friends in my book. And they, they very clearly, yeah, they very clearly had more, like, that wasn't just that one-time energy oh, no. of, like, of, like, chemistry between them in Mm-mm. Thor Ragnarok. Like, Mm-mm. they clearly enjoy working together. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so. you, you can, you can, and it you can tell that on screen. And I think that's the coolest part. Um, but, yeah, no, it was, it was really fun and there's not much to talk about when it comes to it because it's it's a men in black movie they fight aliens and And in a lot of ways like while preserving the other three films it's very much like a like reintroduction to it isn't it like you're Um, you could probably can you watch this without having seen the other three movies i kind of got the impression from the trailer that like tessa thompson was essentially fulfilling the same role as like will smith as like your your character introduced introduction to the Men in Black yeah. world. I mean, yes and no, I guess, is what I'm going to say. Like, someone could watch it, but have you seen Mission... Uh, God! <laughs> I've seen the first three. I have not seen International yet. I have seen the first three. Okay, so... um, I was just going to say Emma Watson. I can't speak tonight. Emma I Thompson? Used, I used to do that all the time with them. Yeah. I know that there's a significant, you know, a very age significant and experience difference. difference between them. Um, but Emma Thompson is is in it, and I had no idea that she was in Men in Black 3 and that she, like, became the director. Right, because so, um, what's-his-name passed away, right? Yeah, the, the... The guy who was playing Zed? Yes, yep. Rip Torn. Rip Torn, yes. I remembered. Yep. So, yeah. so he passed away. So she like took the mantle on. She's fantastic in that movie, and I, I had no, neither did Devin. Like we had no idea that Emma Thompson was in that movie. So, like when I first saw the trailers for MIB International, which is what I'm gonna call it, so I don't call it Mission Impossible, MIB <laughs> International. Um, I was like, oh, that's weird. No one from the other movies is in this. So this is like 100% a reboot. And I'm cool with that. Like, that's fine. It, you know, who cares? Like, it's a fun movie that a reboot is not going to tarnish the original three. And I, and I can sit here and say that with confidence. But then I know 
then I see Emma Thompson. I'm like, oh, this is great because it is still the world. I that's it's better. It's better now. It's better that it's a four, it's better that it's a four and not yes. just like and not redux. just a, a yeah. yeah exactly. So I'm like, I was okay if it was a reboot, but now I'm super excited and super happy that it's the same world. And so you get you get little things from that, like just the experience of watching her be the director again. And like there's some allusions and 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 what like um, references to Jay and um, K. K. Thank you. Um, yeah, J and K. Mm-hmm. J K. They they yeah. JK. Well, they They're were JK. Except for the fact that I mean, this I was pre that, that being a I thing, and they were more just going down the they were going down the the, oh. the alphabet. Oh, of so course. J came after K. Yes, yes, I know, but I never put that together. Um, so uh, yeah, it like th- there's some you know references to them, but it really does kind of it stands on its own. You really only need to see the other movies to to understand the rules of the world if that makes sense um like to... like they don't say they don't give you like a five minute explainer on the neuralizer in no, this movie exactly. they expect that you know what the neuralizer is exactly so okay. like it's i mean but it also does a really good job of being like yep this is a thing that flashes people's brain like flashes well, you... people's memory I love and... it when it, I love I love it when it trusts its audience enough to be like you know what a neuralizer is at yeah, this point we exactly. don't need to do this again exactly and it but it it really is it really is like it trusts its audience <clears throat> but it also hopes that people have seen the other ones uh which is a cool way to act and it they balance it really well in my in in my opinion so I don't know um it's great it's a really fun ride I'm I'm just gonna be honest. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I think if you are a fan of the, I almost just said Mission Impossible again. <laughs> Here's the other thing: if you're a fan of the Mission Impossible movies, you should watch the Mission Impossible movies. They are better than they should be. They they, <laughs> they really no right are. That is six movies that, for whatever reason, hold up over six movies. <laughs> Let me tell you, I freaking love Mission Impossible. So I could do, I could. Ugh. Now I just want to watch Mission Impossible. Thanks, Zach. <laughs> Um, but yeah, if you're if you're a fan of Men in Black, like there's no reason why you won't be a fan of Men in Black International. It just and it, oh, this is what I want to talk about, and I and I for, kind of forgot about this, and I'm really happy that I remembered. But um, it totally made me feel how I felt when I watched the very first Men in Black. In that you're watching. Jay go through everything. You're watching him, you know, join the the MIB. He the, like such an iconic scene and something that is just so vivid in my brain is the like egg chairs that he has to sit in and he can't like get comfortable enough <laughs> to do the test. See, that is like dream- ingrained like that is engraved and ingrained in my brain for part of that montage that is always seared in my brain which is I just realized a joke I'm about to make is when he's his fingerprints get burned off yep. <laughs> when he's holding the when he's holding the thing and they're like put your fingers here okay and then all of a sudden it just glows and his yeah. fingers, it's like the fingerprints are just gone it's like ah motherfucker what yeah. the hell <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah it's it's like there's just so much in men in black that 
really made me be like, yeah, okay, this this is what sci-fi, like, this is how you can balance a sci-fi movie and, like, I believe that this could exist. I believe that these things are in this world and that they could exist because you did a really good job of making me believe that they do. Right, and the, like, like, the, like, secret institution, secret war stuff never, like, the Underworld yeah. movies take a lot of just, like, eye-rolling to get past the fact that there's no way people wouldn't know this is happening. Yeah. But, like, the whole idea with Men in Black of, the of like, it's based on, you know, real conspiracies yep. quote unquote, of, like, the people that come in and clean up after alien sightings exactly. perfect and i perfect. and i and i just remember being that kid who's like yeah i want to be i want to be a man in black like how like i want to fight i want to not even not only fight aliens but i want to help protect aliens in a way that like yeah if they need to be here it's kind of getting into superheroes territory too but like if if an alien needs to be here we can yeah i'll i'll help you like that's fine like, because there's a lot of adorable aliens in that movie that <laughs> totally stole my heart. The baby alien, still, still one of my favorite images. The baby alien in Men in Black 2. Is that 2? It starts with the baby alien? I think with so. With the tentacles? 2 is the one, like, 2 and 3 I think I only saw, like, once each while they were in theaters. I might yeah. have seen 2, like, on TV later on or something in, I, like, bits and pieces. I think so, like, 2 I have is... not... Yeah. So like it was, I have definitely less of a memory I, of like three, three. I remember a lot more of than I thought I did, and well, I remember liking that way more than I thought I would. Yeah, it's just like there are <laughs> moments where I forget how much I loved Men in Black as a kid, and like, and that like transposed into like the Men in Black ride at Universal is my favorite ride. <laughs> <laughs> because I, re I remember getting to do it and I'm like I finally get to be part of this organization and I finally get to like feel what it feels like to be a man in black this is great the men in black cartoon was also very good the like men in black the animated series that was on like between men in black and men in black 2 I'm sorry I did not know of this. Yes. So, uh, do you remember if this is a Fox or a WB film? I mean, I guess it's Universal because um, it's, Universal it's created Universal, it, but I think it was yeah. on W... I'm trying to remember which channel it was on. I think it was WB Kids. Whoever also did Godzilla the Animated Series because they were almost the exact same animation style. Um, yeah. But, yeah, there is... I mean, it must have only been one or two seasons. However many years there are between Men in Black and Men in Black 2 because the woman from Men in Black 1 that completely disappears in 2 yep. uh, is a character in that show. So you actually get to watch her be in the Men in Black for at really? least a season or two of the, of his TV show. Yes. I need to find that because I had no idea that that existed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was back when they would make a they would make animated shows out of literally everything that they would throw up there and then it would be like, like in that like late 90s, early 2000s, let's just make yeah. an animated series out of whatever the latest summer blockbuster was and then we you know shit it out yeah, for two yeah. years <laughs> and then we and then we move on to the and next then one hopefully people will forget but they never will they no never because it creates forget. so many it creates so many continuity errors if you don't think that. <laughs> oh yeah exactly <laughs> it's a cartoon that's allowed to um but yeah i there was a moment where um tessa thompson is is uh, agent m is uh getting going through the whole process it's in the trailer is... too is Chris Hemsworth Agent L? Please tell me they just went. No. 
Oh, damn. I was really hoping they went J-K-L-M. No. <laughs> right down the... He's Agent H. Well, of course, because Hemsworth. He was too <laughs> dumb to remember his to remember the, the oh! name. So, I'm sorry. I um... love Chris Hemsworth. He's a, he's a big, dumb, funny idiot. Um, oh, my God. It was on for four years, Dale. Really? It was on for four seasons. That's insane. How did I not know about this? Oh, my Wh- God. What? Oh, I also forgot that this whole thing was based on a comic book at some point. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. always forget that. Yeah. It, uh, it, it, I'm at the age now where I'm like, now I kind of want to go back and read the... Oh, the... right, because L L is the woman. Yes. Agent L. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, it's, it's to the point where now we're like international kind of re-invited this love of men in black into my head and like it makes me want to go back and read comics the comics and all that but it just there's a there's that moment where tessa thompson is like getting all her all her stuff for for like the the um men in black and you know get her pursuit and all that and it's just like yeah yeah i feel like a kid again i feel like uh little dale little baby dale I don't remember when Men in Black came out, though. Um, uh, I, I can could... tell you the series was in 1997, so the film must have also been around that time. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, 97. Yeah. Um, but, like, oh, wait, hold on. How? When did I see Men in Black? That's... I don't know, Dale. I... You were four. I don't know what to tell you. That's crazy. Uh, because um, here's the thing, Men in Black 2 doesn't come out until 2002, so there's six, there's uh, five years between those two movies, and then ten years until Men in Black 3. What is with hell? this series? What the Seven hell? years and Men in Black 4 comes out? This is the weirdest series. All right, because <laughs> I'm sitting here thinking, like, I watched Men in Black when I was, like, seven, like six well, or seven. The, well, here's the thing. So I probably definitely... did. And it was definitely a movie that would have been playing on, like, USA all the time yeah. and stuff like that. So, like, there's a good chance that, like, Men in Black 2 was coming. And at some point, someone was like, let's watch Men in Black because Men in Black someone, 2 was coming. It was Devin. It I, was, I could tell I you right now it was to, Devin. I was trying not to just, like, call it out. But, yes. Hey, hey, sis, hey, Sister Dale, young Sister Dale, you haven't seen this movie. I want to see the sequel. We're going to watch this movie. He still does it. It's how I've seen a bunch of movies. It's how I've seen all the Mission Impossible movies. Ghost Protocol's coming out. We got to sit down and watch these three movies first. Do you know how I prepared to see Mission Impossible? Um, Was it Ghost Protocol? Probably Ghost Protocol. Ghost Protocol is four. Wait, what's the next one after Ghost Protocol? Ghost Protocol is four, Rogue Nation is five, and Fallout is six. Okay. So it was either... Rogue Nation of the three of those is the one I haven't seen. So I think it was Rogue Nation. Like, in preparation to watch Rogue Nation, I, like, watched two... Like, I watched all the Mission Impossible movies within, like, three days <laughs> so I could prepare for it. And Devin was like, you need to get ready. You need to watch him. You need to see him. And I'm like, I agree with you. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so that's, <laughs> that's definitely how I saw Men in Black was, like... He wanted to see the second one. And if this is wrong, he'll let us know. Because he'll probably remember. I mean, it's a pretty good it's a pretty good bet. Like your odds are in your favor on mm. this one. Yeah. But it's just yeah, I bottom line, Men in Black International International. You guys should go see it. 
because if you felt the way I felt when I watched the very first Men in Black, like this stuff was real, and just the pure wonderment of it, and like, it's cool that movies can still give me that wonderment of like, I was sitting there like my mouth open wide just watching how how the how the tech works and the world and the the just the the different you know aliens that show up like it it made 100% made me feel like that like that kid who watched Men in Black for the first time and it it was great <laughs> Good. I'm very happy to hear that. <laughs> Um, I also have Nuzlocke stories. God, kind you of. and Nuzlocke. You're, yeah, I can't believe you replayed that game. I can't believe you're what? already. Re- that's what I can't believe is that you spent so much time shiny hunting. And then we were like, you know what? I want to play this game again. But make it harder. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a hard game, though. You want to know why it's not a hard game? You want to know why you're... Nuzlocke is not hard? Because you're cheating. I'm not cheating. Fuck you. <laughs> Why am I cheating? I'm joking. I was just wanted to see what you would say. <laughs> I mean, I'm definitely defensive because there are times where I'm like, am I cheating? Is this cheating right now? And then um, we all remember that Nuzlocke is a thing made up by the internet and therefore not at all a exactly. thing that can be. <laughs> exactly. And it's like, the thing that I think might be cheating is using the Pokeball Plus. Which you, like, very, very well, like, you took me out of that headspace of, like, people are dumb. When you were like, Dale, people need to buy the Pokeball Plus in order to do what you are doing. (laughs) And not only that, you can only do one Pokemon at a time. It's not like you can put all six of them in there. Yeah, no, but I just, yeah, because I texted you that one time and I was like, I don't understand why people complain about how hard a Nuzlocke is in this game. You should use the Pokeball Plus. But you're, but you're not wrong in that because, because like, you need I to don't buy that. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And it's like, oh, yeah, they just weren't giving those away. <laughs> like, I bought that. I, I I only bought the Pokeball Plus because I was insane. And I was like, I need it. I don't even care. I don't even give a shit. I need it. <laughs> and I, like, used it while I played the game but didn't really use it for its outside purposes. Of, Although, like, it's what I really should have done, considering I've, like, wrecked my Joy-Con now because of that game. They'll be cheap soon. Like, they honestly will. <laughs> you say that. <laughs> eventually. Eventually. Everything is cheap eventually. Yeah, exactly. Um, But no, it's... it's so. So I used it because I, because as I m- might have mentioned on, I don't know if I talked to this about this on the episode, but <clears throat> Oracle died, Oracle got killed, and I'm really sad. The Joker showed up, shot her through the spine. So Sorry, sad. wrong Oracle. I'm so she sad. wasn't Oracle yet on that. Never she wasn't Oracle on that. No. Uh, my... <laughs> it's very explicitly Oracle afterwards because <laughs> of that, actually. Yeah, exactly. Um, I've seen the killing joke, that, that terrible, terrible No, animation. no, no, you read the book and you don't deal with the freaking uh, weird, so bad. worst it's decision so ever bad. made. It's so bad. I was so excited for that movie, too. We can't get into that. We cannot get into the killing just joke. De- just don't force, don't <gasps> force romance plots, especially between father figures uh, and daughter figures. Yeah, agreed. Um, Jesus. Yeah, but my Zubac. Got got fainted, which is how I refer to it. I don't like saying that they got. got, Yeah, got got. (laughs) 
Um, I I don't even remember how. I think it was against a Pidgey or a Pidgeotto or some shit like that. So not so not against at least an opposite type this time. Yeah, it might have been though. <laughs> I don't remember. I honestly don't remember. And uh, so she she fainted. So she had to go into the Pokebox forever. And um. Oh, I, see, I go hard. I straight up released them. They no, don't get to stay in my boxes. No. <laughs> I, would, I will never, I will <laughs> never release a Pokemon. <laughs> because it's like, I don't view them as dead. I view them as retired. So they get to just chill out in the box, living their Poke-retired life. I mean... I'm also releasing them into the wild. It's not like I'm straight up like you're releasing, euthanizing them. You're releasing them into the wild hurt. So I you basically to, hey, hey, hey. are. Hey, I take them to a poker center first. Yeah. And, and then release them. Okay. Thank you very much. So you give them false hope. They're like, ooh, ooh, Zach, he's going to take care of us. He's, he's making us all healthy. And then you're like, bye. And you punt them across the way. Can't wait till Sword and Shield get here and you can't use any of these Pokemon anyway. Hashtag... Be down here at the bottom of the barrel with us. <laughs> Hashtag bring back the national Don't decks. even. Those people have pissed me off so I much. I can't believe you I didn't stepped... see any of that. I didn't see any of that. I didn't see it. Yeah. You want to know why? Because <sighs> those are specifically the type of people that I cultivate out of my internet existence. <laughs> yeah. But when you have Pokemon Twitter <laughs> like I do. You have to see it every see, goddamn day. You log see, into here's Twitter. The thing. My Pokemon Twitter is I follow things like Bulba propaganda, <laughs> and like the the different the like different Pokemon who for some reason have their own accounts, which is always adorable. Like I, the Bidoof one. Like I follow a Bidoof account that literally just tweets the word Bidoof at me sometimes. I know. I need to get. I need to follow that one. I started so, following a Joltix propaganda page, and it, it wasn't the same. Like like <laughs> like Bulba. Bulba propaganda, it's fun. Like it's all Bulbasaur it also, all the time. The Joltix one, like the Joltix one, they they would post stuff that just made me feel like weird, and I'm like, I can't follow you anymore because oh, like the dark parts of the. It's like <laughs> I don't fandom. know if you're joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, the reason that Bulbaganda works especially is because Bulbasaur is so like for some reason for years was relegated to being the number three of the original starters. Bullshit. <laughs> yeah, so like having a propaganda page for Bulbasaur works because it's like, nope, they're good actually. Yeah, you should look at you should look at Bulbasaur <laughs> be awesome. Exactly, um, but yeah, no, I uh, we will get into national. We don't national... ever need to. We don't ever need to. It's we a dumb can. thing. It is dumb. It uh, like like I mean, when I first heard this is where this is going. When I first heard the news, like, I was upset. I was, because I misunderstood. Like, when they said the home, when they released or announced home, I was like, cool. I had the same feeling as everybody else. I'm going to get to bring my Pokemon to my Switch finally. Fantastic. And then they said that they that it's just going to be, um, Gen 8 that and then show whatever up, show up. Yeah, and, in the yeah. gallery region. I was, I was upset. Like, I was upset. But then I kind of got over it because I kept thinking about, oh, yeah, that's a lot of fucking Pokemon. And, like, I never used the bank before. So, it doesn't really affect me. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, it's the sort of thing that, like, I, like, 
for people who are legitimately upset, I can understand like when they're done playing Sword and Shield, they want to just do things like play online and do online battles with any combination of whatever Pokemon they have. Cool. I understand that. But also, like, you can live without it. (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, and like I said, there was that tweet that gives you at least some kind of hope where it's like no one ever said that it wasn't possible. It's just we're not focusing out. We're not right. well, focusing new... on that right now, guys. And someone a- and someone asked them about it. And when they finally like an article came out that said like we sat down with the people with people from Game Freak and Creatures and talked to them about it. What they said was <coughs> we they're like re they're like redoing or they're taking a new policy on things where they don't want to just start bringing in Pokemon that wouldn't fit in a region. Mm-hmm. So like there might sense. not be there might not be updates to sword and shield where you can bring your pokemon in but they're looking at probably doing something bigger with home which means they're probably just going to take the concept of like pokemon stadium style battling whatever pokemon you want and they're just going to make that a home game instead of a like rpg instead of an add-on to the rpg like end game like that's gonna take over competition right home like that you can fight each other through home that's literally the only reason to want to bring your Pokemon <laughs> over. Because exactly. otherwise, why? Like, I don't need to drag. Mm-mm. Like I said before, I don't need to drag a Bidoof through the Gala region. <laughs> I want to meet the new Pokemon. Yeah, and that's the thing too <laughs> is that they they work so hard on these new Pokemon, and like you're not gonna use them if you have Pokemon from your other games. And like, and like they they change abilities and there's rebalancing things exactly. and there's new move things. Like they have to they don't just have to reanimate Pokemon. They have to sit down and do massive yeah. balance charts yeah. for literally a thousand Pokemon at this point. Yeah. If they do that, and like, and like I was looking back through my my teams of the past games that I've you know since X and Y, and I'm like, man, yeah, I loved my team. But, like, they they helped me in this region, and I got to play with new ones and, like, fall in love with other ones. Like, I I never would have used an Inkay, like, un- unless I read about it and saw it and, and was able to if I just kept bringing my Beldum through from, from um, Alpha Sapphire. Because it's like, no, my, my Beldum, my Metagross is shiny. I love them. They they are my power hitter, and, like, I will travel with them. But, no, like, I didn't get to do that. So when I finished um, Sun and Moon for the first time, it was, oh, I can still use a Metagross, but this time it's not shiny, and I could do a different, like, attack loadout. Plus, I get to use Lorantis, which has bacon legs. <laughs> I don't, okay. Even <laughs> I thought that that was word salad at the end. <laughs> Lorantis has like bacon looking eggs. Okay, cool. If you look um, up Lorantis, it's fine. But yeah, it is ridiculous. And to the idiots that, you're not listening to me, because why would you follow my podcast if you're mad at me about Pokemon? But to the idiots tweeting at me, here's the thing, trying to tell me that I'm all white knighting for a corporation. I don't give a shit if Game Freak closes tomorrow. I'd feel bad for the people that lost their jobs. When I say I don't like that you're all being idiots, it's because I don't think that human beings should be sitting around for 200 hours a week animating Pokemon. Exactly. What are those? What are them they trying to be lives. like? It's not even Game Freak. It's Creatures that does it. I'm pretty certain human beings still fucking work for Creatures that put the fucking 
Pokemon together, and they shouldn't be required to sit hunched over a desk doing that for like a feature that a third of the players are gonna touch. Exactly. Like, yeah. No. Nope. It's not like I. It's not like I was going around being like, "Don't worry, you'll get to pay for it later, and then you'll get your Pokemon." I'm, no, I don't think that should happen. I don't even know. I don't even care if they never update Sorted Shield with more Pokemon or whatever. No. The fuck they decide to do. I get like, to have another Pokemon game. Yeah. That's how I, don't I look at it. I give a shit about Game Freak as a corporation. I care about the human being developers <laughs> and not killing themselves over it. Yep. Because it's not important enough. Yep. Oh man. Um, I was gonna say. Sorry, this is no. That's fine. We we got into the tangent. It's fine. The only thing I was gonna say is that I caught a sparrow to replace my Zubat. I caught it at like level eight, maybe. (laughs) I took it out in the Pokeball to see if this would work to like get it leveled up. Took it out in the Pokeball, barely like I was in a car all day just like playing with the ball. Cause you Did have... it think that the car moving was you moving? No. So so you walk with it to get stuff, but you also have to play with the Joy-Con, like the jo- the joystick. You have to fidget with the You have to fidget with the... with with the ball with the Pokeball and it'll flash colors and when it flashes colors it does like a little God. rainbow. It does a little rainbow and it means that your Pokemon is happy and it does happy little sounds. Every time it flashes the rainbow it levels up, I think. I came back, and my Spearow that was level 8 was now level 17. That's not bad. And I'm like, I just broke this game, because that shouldn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so... Well, to be fair, you're already playing a broken version of the game to begin with, so... Fair you're not enough. supposed to be... Like, Nuzlocke is not how this is meant to be. Fair enough. But yeah, I'll have more Nuzlocke stories. That's really it. That was really, that was it. It was just like, this is ridiculous how I just leveled up my Pokemon. Oh, man. I've God. talking can about Pokemon the hell... and Men in Black for too long. Can we talk, can we, well, just real quick, can we talk about what the hell Pokemon Sleep is going to be someday? Are you just going to be <gasps> leveling shit up in your sleep? Let me, t- yeah. Like, what? We haven't talked about Pokemon Sleep. <laughs> because it's just gamifying sleep. Because their answer to our, P- our, our like, gamers aren't getting enough sleep is what if we just gamify sleep which is not how you're supposed to solve that problem now people are going to sleep forever i assume it's just going to be a glorified alarm clock and it's just going to be pikachu noises that wake you up like i'm fine with that oh my god just just do that there better be an eevee patch for like 10 bucks just sell me like alarm sounds that are just all of the pokemon sounds and i'll just make my alarms different pokemon sounds Then maybe I'll wake up on time. I was late to work the other day because I woke up at 7.30. Oh, no. How, how late were you? <laughs> I mean, well, I start work at 7, so I was already uh, a half hour. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Zach. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's okay. It was one time, right? Oh, yes. And, I mean, it's, again, the easiest job in the world. Mm. So it's not like I was leaving anything complicated for anybody. Yeah. I was too busy spending time in Disneyland the night before. Yes. And that's why I overslept, because I I got too excited by Disneyland. I would like to hear all of this ridiculousness. God, Dale. God. They made a... They perfectly encapsulated what it means to go to Disneyland in a video game, and I mean that in all of the best and worst possible (laughs) ways. Okay. So, I decided to check out the... 
have to PC stand in line for Game hours? Pass. No, but <laughs> <laughs> so I decided to check out the the PC Game Pass, Microsoft's PC Game Pass that they introduced during E3 last week, mm-hmm. uh, which is essentially for anybody that doesn't know, Xbox has this like program that for ten bucks a month you basically get access to a whole library of games. Uh, a lot of it, things that are like even pre, like pre-order stuff or like day one major stuff, all this stuff. It's the closest thing that when someone talks about a Netflix, the games uh, of games, this is the closest thing they have right now. Except you still have to like download the game. That's the <laughs> that's why it's not the Netflix of games yet, because you still have to download them. But it's very close. So I decided to check out the PC version because they were like, we're going to throw a bunch of stuff up there. And it's, again, 10 bucks a month. And I don't have to spend $400 at an Xbox to get it. So I'm going through this, like, list of games. And there's some good stuff in here. There's stuff in here that's been sitting on my, like, Switch wish list that I just couldn't convince myself to spend, like, $15 or $20 on at the time Mm -hmm. that I can just take off of that wish list now. Yeah. Because, like, let's see. Let's let's go through. There's some stuff on here, like. Not all of them, but like Sunset Overdrive, mm. a game that I have wanted to try for a very long time, but it was an Xbox exclusive. Yep. I can now play. This also, by the way, because it's in quote unquote beta, it was a dollar for the first month and it's $5 a month right now. Yeah. It's is... not the full $10 a month right now until it officially launches in like September. Uh, Ori in the Blind Forest, a game, oh. I, again, I've wanted to try and that the sequel has yep. been taking years to come out and it's finally coming out next year. I need year. to finish that game. I bought that while I was at GameStop and I I loved it. I loved every second of it. I just need to finish it. Yeah. Uh, Prey is on here. I love Prey. I have it for PS4, but I just love Prey. I'm mm. glad more people get to play that. Super Hot is on here. Do you know what Super Hot is? I don't think so. Super Hot is this amazing game where oh. the action only only moves when you do so if you stop moving yes. everything freezes yeah so it's um plan out straight up fucking john wick style massive like scenes of destruction it's like a it's grayscale and then like like the people are just hot are just are like heat signatures hot. right like heat signatures like yes. like black uh, i want to play like, that yeah. for a dollar you can play it on pc now i want to play that um super lucky's tale which was just announced oh. for which was like that vr like a VR exclusive originally, which is like a weird thing to do a VR exclusive like platformer, and then it became an Xbox exclusive. Was that? That's and now the it's Fox? finally coming to Switch. That's the yes, Fox game, right? It's the Fox one. Um, yeah, the the that. Messenger, which I don't know, Devin would probably play that again. Um, <laughs> Hollow Knight's on here. Shenmue One and Two are on here. Like these weird class, like old like Dreamcast classics are on here. It's oh the weirdest God. thing. Brothers is on here. Brothers is an amazing game. Oh, so I'm, that game I was interested in. It's adorable, and I love it. Mm-hmm. And that vampire game we talked about. Where vampire? Like, yes. Yeah. The, the, the one from the people that made uh, Life is Strange, where like you wake up and just are a vampire, and you then have to walk around like Victorian London, like deciding if you're going to eat somebody or do the quest they give you, basically. Oh, wait. That's not, that's not that's vampire. Not the, no, well, it's spelled the same. V-A-M-P-Y-R. <clears throat> yeah. But this is specifically the one that came out last year. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah. Va- vampire, you're like a doctor, I think. You're a doctor vampire or something. You're a vampire. Yeah. Let's see. What does this one say? I don't know. I want to play it. I want to play both of them. <laughs> oh, this is it. Yeah. London, 1918. You're a newly turned vampire, Dr. Jonathan yeah. Reed. Doctor, you must find a cure to save the cities. Yeah. But the yeah. way that they structured it is that, like, 
you basically by the end of the night by the like day night cycle you have to feed on somebody yeah and so like you're basically going around trying to decide who deserves it uh-huh. but like this is a game that's straight up if you eat a person you completely cut out all option to do any sort of quest line that involves them. Yeah. So, like, if you get desperate and eat somebody, you might eat somebody important. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then, like, a bunch of the game is cut off from you. Yeah. I so, like, that's to, uh, Yeah, and the, they, they talked about it at um, E3 this year, too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so I'm scrolling through this, like, list of games, and I come across... What might be the greatest game, <laughs> or the worst game, depending on your view of things, and that's Disneyland Adventures. <laughs> Disneyland Adventures came out in 2017 as an Xbox exclusive. Uh, Disney Interactive had like died already, so Disney was not making video games anymore. Uh, but they had teamed up with this, with these developers to basically rebuild Disneyland <laughs> in a virtual space. Where you can create a tiny child to run around Disneyland and do fetch quests for characters. That's is like that all what it is? is? So like oh so essentially God. like rather than having like the characters in costumes walking around, you just like run into Mickey Mouse. So like but but just like if you're in Disneyland, you can run into Mickey Mouse on Main Street and then go like 30 feet into another direction <laughs> in a fantasy land mickey mouse is standing there talking in to a you. different costume no he's still wearing his real just still what? wearing his costume he's that one that one yes they did not go that far they did not animate him in a different costume but i just find it very funny that like they just give you that same experience of if you were to walk around disneyland all day you would run into quote-unquote mickey mouse in like almost every every land oh and it God. is a different person in that costume but this is just like, what if Mickey just teleported? And it was just there. So, like, I've talked to Mickey and Donald and Goofy. And also, I've talked to Buzz Lightyear and the <laughs> aliens. And I talked to Peter Pan and Captain Hook. Yes! Sorry. That, so, that like, one makes me happy. So, basically, every like every land has and, and like they they integrated almost everything in, like, the Disneyland experience, right? One of the big things in Disneyland and Disney World is in all, get, buying an autograph book yes. because you can go to everybody and they'll give you an autograph and everyone's been trained to give you the exact same autograph. So if you go to Mickey Mouse and, you know, Magic Kingdom and Mickey Mouse and Epcot, you're going to get the same signature yep. theoretically. And so you go, you can buy the autograph books. And of course they make you buy like 15 different autograph books for the different characters <laughs> <laughs> because they're making a small child do things for them for yeah. money. So then the child can go buy things from them oh because this is God. Disney oh and it has to God. be, it has to be commodified. Oh my so like, God. no, yes, no. So it's like, oh, we need you to buy an autograph book, but you only have 500 coins. You need 15,000. Oh so why don't you run around in like in Toontown? The quest is that it's. The mayor of Toontown quest that I think is actually what happens if you go to Toontown in Disneyland. Everybody's talking about how they're going to have their mayoral election suit and like Donald and Mickey are up against each other. Yeah. And so it's like, oh, if you go to Daisy, Daisy will ha- want you to go around and collect all of the decorations so they can get ready for election day. And 
oh, take this photo album and take a bunch of photos around Two Town, and then we'll put them up around things, and that that'll give you enough money to go buy an autograph book, so you can go talk to people and get oh their autograph. Oh my god, <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's so, oh, it's so bad and so that good. Because so also this whole time I'm leveling up, and not once has that meant anything. Nothing yeah, has like, happened. What? I'm gaining experience to nothing. I don't know if, like, at certain levels, different quests kick off or something, maybe. But That's the I don't only know. thing I could That's, think of. That's the only thing I could think of, too. Because otherwise, it's not like there's a skill tree. I'm not, like, getting better at running around the park. By you just get faster. Me. You get faster. I wish I got faster. Little kids' little kid legs are slow, and jumping doesn't get you anywhere any faster. <laughs> there's a jump button, but you can't jump over anything. Because <laughs> you're too short. So why did you give me a jump why button? Why are you game? jumping? Because kids jump. Dale, kids run and jump they, to Disney. But that, I mean, <laughs> so, so like, every character has the same. You can do the same four things with every character. You can get their autograph. Yep. You can high five them. You can hug them, or you can dance with them. Oh my god! And every single one of them has their own distinct animations for those. Oh my so god. like. They all say, well, I mean, like, they'll say the same thing every time, but I mean, like, Buzz Lightyear will say something different about giving you his autograph from, like, yeah. Captain Hook. Yeah. And, like, everyone has their own distinct dance. Ran into Pinocchio, and he does, like, the, there's there ain't no strings on me dance yes! with you. And then, like, that makes sense. And, like, Belle will will just do the, the, the tale as old as time dance with you. Aw. The Beauty and the Beast theme song day i don't know how to say that without like just sounding silly when i i don't know why when i say the beauty and the beast dance i sound <laughs> right, the ballroom dancing um but then like captain hook if you hug him he's like oh yeah thank you no thanks bye now child get off of me <laughs> that's fantastic it's so that's fantastic. good it's so good that they put that much thought into that oh my and yet God. like the only thing they could think of for you to do is like go around and, and buy fetch stuff it thing so that you could buy stuff and then there's like they're giving you they're giving you things to interact with the world throughout the game again to just get more coins so you can go then into the shops and buy more things there's an entire thing of buying pins because that's what you no. do in disney world buy enamel pins uh, what do they do them what do they do nothing you're just buying them so you can say you have them in the game and also, I'm buying every pin I can, <laughs> and I have bought every photo album I can, and I have bought all of the clothes I can. <laughs> Dale, I am the problem in all of this. Because <laughs> this is like, when you take an RPG, and people say that, like, sometimes RPGs feel, feel so dumb because they're just fetch quests and a series of checklists to go around and take stuff off, like, go to icons on a map. And guess what? I love that shit. That's that is distinctly my shit in video games, and this game is nothing but a giant checklist. And the thing that makes me most mad is that some of the stuff I know that they are tracking, but there's no page for me to see it because they didn't think beyond five-year-olds playing this game. So like, so like you get the first thing they do is they give you a smartphone so you can go around and take pictures of things. Oh, great. Can't take pictures of all the characters until you do certain things first, though. So they block that off from you because they're jerks. But if you buy the right photo albums, all of a sudden these big photo posts jump up and uh, populate the world. They bounce around. You can go around and take pictures of all the different landmarks. <laughs> so it's like Spider-Man. Kind of. <laughs> if Spider-Man couldn't zip line across places, <laughs> he 
couldn't jump more than a foot in the air. Yes. <laughs> then, then the next thing they give you is a magic wand. Do you want to know what the magic wand yes, does, Dale? Yes, because you said that. You got a wand. And I was like, yeah. what? And I was like, I thought it was going to make funny shit happen around the world. And sometimes it does. Sometimes there's like water fountains and signs and stuff that'll bounce around or do silly things, especially in Toontown. The magic wand looks really works really well in Toontown. Do you want to know what the major thing is the magic wand does? Please. You can use it on the trash cans and the manholes to make them bounce a little bit and give you a bunch of coins. So in every world, there is a distinct checklist. The Toontown trash cans, the Fantasyland trash cans, the Tomorrowland trash cans. Oh, you got one out of 20 trash cans that you've used the magic wand on. Oh, you've here's, here's five out of 10 manhole covers. Guess what, Dale? There's not a page where I can I see where I'm that. at to track oh. that shit. <laughs> Zach, I can so, just... Like... Oh, no. <laughs> so, when I get to the end of this game, and I've got, like, 87% here and 66% there, I'm going to be losing my mind running yeah. around trying to figure out what the hell I missed. Yep. Yep. <laughs> well, it's like... Also, I have a problem that there's only 98 hidden Mickeys. Oh, They man. couldn't add two? <laughs> no. Make it no, an they even really... hundred? They really couldn't. That's... I have no idea how much of that is like based on real life either. I don't know how much of that is just stuff they put around the world oh. and how much of that is based on like an actual hidden Mickey in Disneyland somewhere. Oh I don't God. know what the one-to-one -one scaling is on this game. <laughs> like... Oh my God. That's then you incredible. get to the attractions and the rides because they're two different things. Rides oh, are different yes. than an attraction. This is of course. true. This is, of course. Ride is basically just a cutscene. So like the Dumbo <laughs> ride. You go out to the Dumbo ride and you hit you, you interact with the Dumbo ride, and it's just like 30 seconds of like a first-person shot of you sitting in the Dumbo thing where you can't move your head or do anything. And so for 30 seconds, it just plays you sitting in a Dumbo going up and down. <laughs> and then it asks you if you want to do it again. <laughs> My favorite one is then, if you then go over to the carousel in Fantasyland, it's literally the exact same thing. They put you oh on a horse, God. and it's a 30-second cutscene of you going up and down on the horse. And then it asks you if you want to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> and that doesn't give you anything it doesn't cost you anything but it doesn't give you anything either so like why it's just, why did you let me do this game like you were on the rocks. oh my god all i can picture is like someone made fucking disneyland in roller coaster tycoon Basically, and they were like, "I'm gonna sell this to them." Not even Roller Coaster Tycoon, like, though. They did it in like Sim Coaster. They did yes, it in like knockoff yes, Roller Coaster Tycoon. Yes, Sim Coaster, <laughs> and they were yeah, because you have more control over the people in, in Sims. Yeah. So it's like, all right, I made Disneyland. I'm gonna sell this to Disney. I'm gonna sell this to them. Oh man, this and is we're like, gonna make a was, video game. This is a forty dollar brochure for Disneyland, that's, but it's like the worst forty dollar oh brochure for that's Disneyland. All I can picture it's is like, like someone. It's like Disney oh. watched someone play Kingdom Hearts and went, "Man, those Disney levels were definitely the thing people liked about those <laughs> games." <laughs> I was gonna ask if Sora has shown up. No, because this was not a Square Enix project, which no, I, I find know. hilarious because. I don't know if I told you this part, because I definitely told Seijin the other night when we were, playing, when we were playing Borderlands. Dale, there's Disney music in this game. Oh, yes, yeah, there's you said me. actual licensed Disney music in this game. Yeah, because... A thing that 
Kingdom Hearts could not get away with. They got away with two and a half songs in all of Kingdom Hearts 3. But I go to the Princess Fair in Fantasyland, and you want to know what the mini game is at the Princess Fair? It's a rhythm game through princess songs. So I sat there with Tiana, and I did like her main, I did her, uh, the what's the main song from Princess and the Frog? The um, oh, uh, God, dig, I three dig times. Little, dig a little deeper. Uh, no, no, no. The one that's like they ain't, uh, they ain't gonna see me coming or something. Oh, uh, oh. Or like one of her songs about like like how she's gonna open the restaurant and everything yeah. and that. I know exactly so, what like, song it is. That whole song, or like with um with Ariel, I sit through all of part of your world wow. playing this rhythm game. Like straight up, the actual song, wow. not like a knockoff. That's crazy. <laughs> I I said that they signed a deal with some devil. I, the deal was we will sell Disneyland to yeah. eight year old if you let us make this dumb game. Yep. <laughs> Jeez. And this was la- how? When did this come out? Two thousand seventeen. Seventeen. That's crazy. That is and insane. Like, and like they, and it's just so weird because like all of the the attractions, not the rides, but the whatever they classify as an attraction, is just like sets of mini games, which mm-hmm. can range from like, like I said, like the rhythm game with the songs, yeah, which is hit the hit the buttons at the right time, or your favorite, you know, section of of Kingdom Hearts with the arcade games of uh, San Francisco, <laughs> like like Space Mountain is that. Or okay. it's like the gummy ship section, yeah. where it's like you're a ship and you're shooting stuff as you kind of go around screen. It controlled better than the gummy ship, oh by the way. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! And like, and like I did like the Matterhorn. The Matterhorn is a three-part attraction. Yeah. And so it starts with like a skiing mini game at the top, and then it's throw snowballs at the yetis and then it's run away from the avalanche at the uh, in the third act like it's like a full-on 20 minute thing to play the matterhorn game inside (laughs) disneyland (laughs) i um wow i don't i don't know no words it's the weirdest thing dale it is the weirdest thing like i got a squirt gun so i could go around and wake up flowers who will spit coins at me Oh, wow. Squirt gun. <laughs> wow. So that I could... But again, so so here's the next layer of ridiculousness with this whole checklist thing. Because it's like checklist within checklist at this point. Because then it's like, if I go... If I'm in, ta- if I'm in main... If I'm on Main Street and I'm in the town square, there's the Plaza Inn restaurant. It was like a big attraction inside inside Disneyland where yeah. I can take a picture out front. That's one thing I can do. Mm-hmm. I can, you know, it's got some of the manholes and trash cans in there and do that. Or if I start hitting the parasols with the, with the, uh, that are around the, the tables outside yeah. with the ratchet wand, I can hit, I get a, a little pop-up that says you've hit one of the 10 parasols at the Plaza Inn. And then I come back outside of the Plaza Inn and I look across Main Street and there's another set of parasols over there, which is just a whole other number that of, of things to hit with my magic So wand. you have to, oh my God. So like, I'm literally hitting literally the same models, but <laughs> some of them are 
this restaurant's parasols and some of them are the Tomorrowland parasols in Toontown. There's the Toontown parasols, but then there's also the Town Hall Toontown parasols. Oh, my God. And then... <laughs> That's insane. That's insane. That. And so, like, the thing is that, like, every land is set up for the eight things they're eventually going to give you. Mm-hmm. I have gotten four of those eight things so far, which means that, like, you can't just like 100% Toontown and then walk away. You can do whatever you can with the tools you have, yeah. and then you got to come back later after Buzz Lightyear gives you the ray gun that affects gravity on things. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! I or like I Aladdin. People keep yelling at me to go to Frontierland and meet Aladdin because Aladdin's got a telescope for me. I, like, I haven't even gotten to that half of the friggin' map yet. <laughs> Been playing for 30 hours. Oh my Got god! Four lands. <laughs> That's the craziest bit. I've been playing for days and I have not seen the whole map yet because I keep getting distracted by like, like, oh, you meet, um, you meet Belle and, oh, you know, the craziest thing happened the other day. The library, a big gust of wind came in and knocked a bunch of books out of the library. So go run around Fantasyland and collect my books. Oh my God. Then I collect all of the books. I give them to her. And what does she say to me? Oh, if you see any more books, I'd love to have them. And now on a different page, you there's that's that's books. untraceable. Oh my god! I, there's also ten more books to oh find, but they don't have. They're not linked to a quest, which means I can't set up the freaking little glowy thing to take me in the direction of the books. <laughs> so I just gotta find them randomly. <laughs> I gotta hope I see them glowing in the wind somewhere. <laughs> this is okay. So a couple things come up in my brain. <laughs> uh, first of all. All I can picture when you're hitting parasols is like they are closed. Little boy, a little girl walk up no. and hit it, and then they open. See, no, that would make sense. Actually, what it is is they're open, and you hit it, and they spin a little bit. Oh God! And that's it. That's and then it. the glowy part at the at the base goes away, so that you know the game knows that you already hit that one. So if you get to hit ten parasols, you can't hit the same parasol ten times. We're not gonna let you get away with that. No, no, no. That's fair. You have to hit ten that's fair. parasols. That is fair. I I will but, give them that. But there are also closed ones that just don't count. They're not part of this. You can't hit the closed one and open it. That's no, bullshit. You gotta hit the ten open parasols. That's bull. That's bullshit. That one is an object that we did not map as something you can interact with. Sorry. <laughs> um. The other thing. Other thing that pops in my head is like promoting bad things. Like I a hundred percent can run around Disneyland knocking shit over. Yes, (laughs) I can a hundred percent see some kid like got their hands on this this Disneyland Adventures game and was like, oh, I can do this. Oh, I'm gonna do this. (laughs) And then when they get yelled at, they'll be like, yeah, but you guys told me I could. Yep. You made a game. I mean, you have no case here. On an even simpler basis, that this map has more NPCs than were ever, ever in a Kingdom Hearts game. Of 13 Kingdom Hearts games, one of the biggest complaints people always had was that the worlds felt empty. You should have gotten this team to make your world, Disney, because oh, there's God. a million people in this friggin' park while well, you're running has around to it. Be. Because Otherwise, they wanted it's to look creepy. Through- that and otherwise it looks like Disney isn't popular. Disney's yeah. a popular place. Gotta have people there. But what's great is that you can just run, not through them. They literally move out of your way. Fantastic. This thing has better collision than half of that Kingdom Hearts game. So also So like as a random... child is running, nobody stops you from yes! getting where you need to go. The world just parts out of your way. 
or you just shove your way right through people and they just move and nobody complains and nobody says anything. So, you might be actually be a ghost because quite frankly, nobody interacts with you except for the freaking characters. But <laughs> <laughs> Oh jeez. It's gonna yeah, the end of the game is gonna be like you're a kid in a coma and you're having this fever dream of just nice. playing in Disney. Yeah, I don't think Disney would have paid for that one. <laughs> no, By the you way, don't you don't think they'd wanna promote that? By the way, where all this, your dreams come play, true? I think once I'm done with this, I'm gonna play Rush, the Pixar adventure game, which was made by the same development team to just promote Pixar movies. No <laughs> fucking way does that exist. It does. I love it because it's called Rush, a Disney like a, what's it actually? It's like a, a Pixar adventure or something. And it's like, why? Uh, oh, uh, Disney Pixar adventure. Uh, yeah. No. Why is it called Rush? What does what? Rush mean? What does Rush have to do with Pixar? What? Oh, Why? I don't know. Rush, a Disney Pixar adventure game. By Stop Stanley's saying Rush like it means experience something. Experience the world of six beloved Disney Pixar films like never before. Team up with characters from The Incredibles, Ratatouille, Up, Cars, Toy Story, and Finding Dory. Not Nemo, Finding Dory. So this is like a 2018 hidden movie. Secrets. Wait, no, wait. Yeah. When did, when this did came out Finding in Dory October. Out? This came out in October 2017. This would have literally come out the same time as Disneyland Adventures. All right. All right, all right. They, in fact, came out a day apart. Disneyland Adventures Are came you out kidding on October me? 30th, and Rush came out on October 31st. Uh, it's what this says. This literally says right here on release dates. Are what? In Finding Nemo, it's one of the attractions in Disneyland Adventures. I just did a whole hide-and-seek game with Nemo, and then we did a whole swim away from, swim away from Bruce, and then we did a whole fly thing inside the current with the turtles like <laughs> i basically just watched finding nemo <laughs> i know i'm broken right now this is what this is this is the, the you, you i broke had me I, with the introduction of rush i'm not gonna lie i have access to the latest Tomb Raider games and Crackdown 3 <laughs> and, you're fucking and Football playing Manager around 2019. Dale, they put that up on the screen at E3. Football Manager 2019. Oh, it's I such know. a good game. I know. And instead, I'll play Disneyland Adventures. <laughs> yeah, it's fantastic. It's fantastic. Abzu is on here, Dale. You should play you Abzu. Abzu. We should be play I should be playing Abzu. You should be playing Abzu. It's one of my favorite games. <laughs> I, 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 what the hell is Rush? I don't know. I'll that tell you. That doesn't mean I'll anything. I don't know why that's the title. I don't know why it's the title. I don't. Oh, I was going to say, before you broke everything, <laughs> that like, you were describing things that was making me really reminiscent of uh, making me remember Wizard 101 and Pirates 101. Because there oh, yeah, are. There was also Toontown, which was made by Disney. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Like, there's just. Yeah. <laughs> all of the. I mean, those are MMOs, but like. There are, there are quests in, in Pirates 101 where they're like, go find this. Just go find it. You can't. We can't drag it. You just gotta go. Good luck. Bye. And it's like, oh, cool. 
all right, I'll just juggle that while I'm doing, like, ten other quests at the same time. Thanks, guys. This is ridiculous. Chip and Dale immediately sent me to find acorns. Of course they did. They're Not even as a quest, just as one of those stupid collections I can't track. I just talked to them for ten minutes and got I'm a picture also... of them. It was cool. And then they were like, now find us acorns. You're done with you, child. I love Chip and Dale. They're my... They're my homies. They're they, my of all of them, they are the ones that look like people in costumes because oh, yeah. they're seven they're feet tall. They're huge. <laughs> you sent them the in picture, like, and I was like, I love in, this. Like, Goofy, for some reason. For some reason, Goofy's head is a little differently proportioned, like like a, a mask on top of a person's body. Like, it's proportioned more like that than it is just like, like Mickey just looks like Mickey. And Donald just looks like Donald, but for some reason, Goofy looks like a dude with a Goofy mask on his head. I think they're but people in costumes. Mask, you know, talks and moves. So I, I think they're people in mo in in costumes. I they are not Dale. These are like Pinocchio is definitely just a puppet boy talking to you because he is shorter than you. For some reason, Chip and Dale what? have to be seven feet tall, but Pinocchio is like scaled to what he would be in his movie. And like Peter Pan is definitely is just Peter Pan, and Captain Hook is just Captain Hook. The white the white rabbit, the white rabbit is a three foot tall white rabbit talking to you. So for some reason, they just decided Chip and Dale were the ones that they were going to make look like people in costumes for some dumb reason, even though their faces are totally animated. So I don't well, know where I don't something. know made that decision. Let me tell you something. Chip and Dale, I, I love Chip and Dale for obvious reasons, but um, I, I love them so much. And um, it was my favorite part of any of like, the Disney sing-along things. There's mm -hmm. one There's one Disney sing-along that is Disney sing-along, and it's inside the Disney park. And whenever Chip and Dale are I think I in, had that tape. Oh, yeah, I think we still have that tape. I watched it, like, on repeat. It's my favorite <clears> one. <throat> um, it, Like, anytime Chip and Dale were in a number... It's like big ass Chip and Dale just dancing and singing uh -huh. and going on rides with people. And I'm like, that's my dream. I want to just <laughs> chill out with Chip and Dale, like at my level, like at my height. Like, I just feel like I want them to be big, like, like human sized chipmunks because that is incredible to me. So it makes me happy that they're not just little guys. That makes me wonder if, like, they had different teams working on the different lands or something, and someone did not get the memo that they were supposed to be, like, to scale. To scale? <laughs> these these are like, actually them, guys, not right, costumes. Like someone sat down, like, I think someone sat down thinking, oh, we're clearly animating these people like the people in the park, right? Like, sized and proportioned like that. Like, yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. And then they were like, how come Mickey look like Mickey? What's going on? <laughs> How come Mickey? How come Donald's like a Mickey? Duck? How come Donald's just a duck? <laughs> With a sailor costume on. I but no, I'm when you send that picture kidding. of like your little child running up a hug into chip the, the, the chip and the dale. dale. Chip and Dale. I was gonna call them the chipmunk bros. <laughs> and then I didn't want to. But it made me laugh. Uh, Super Chipmunk Bros is actually much better. Oh, it's the great. Arcade, that, arc that Chipmunk Bros arcade oh. game is kind of fun, but, you know, it's a little <laughs> repetitive. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, 
But when I saw your little child running up to Chippendale, and I'm like, yep, that I would not leave. I would, I would bounce back between Chip and Tail and Peter Pan. That's how I would play that game. I so far, they're the only ones else. that are like, they're the only ones that are like a pair. So they're the only ones where like the dance and the the picture and all that. Because the way like the picture is, is that everybody chooses a pose, and then like at the last second, your little child avatar does the pose with them. Beautiful. You do nothing. Beautiful. You just wait the thirty seconds Fantastic. to watch that cutscene. Oh man, yeah. If I, I would not play that game. The way it was intended, I would only take pictures with Chip and Dale, Peter Pan and Captain know. Hook, and and Rapunzel and Tiana. Just those are the only I people Rapunzel I would yet. run around to. If Rapunzel not, is not in that game, I'm done. I don't think she is. But you know what's really weird? I have not run into Rapunzel, but there is definitely like a shop with the tangled sign hanging off of it because I have seen the tangled sign. I just have not seen Rapunzel. The Tangled area, so I thought there was an actual Tangled area in Disney, is just bathrooms, and it makes me really Which, upset. And you know what? Dale, <laughs> I think that's what I saw. I yeah. think it was just the wall, and then it just had a sign that said Tangled on top. Yep, probably just yeah. bathrooms, and it pissed me off. I want someone to just do a one-to-one just walkthrough of the of Disney World and the, <laughs> the Disneyland game. in that game oh and tell God. me how close it is, because I want it to be perfect there's also like i love that like there's like park people like park attendants or something and all oh, they do is tell cast you random... members no 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 cast Zach. members are all of them this is like specifically like park attendant karen or something like that is her type that's their like title that's awesome. and it's just people in vests and when you talk to them all they do is tell you random facts so like i happen to know that the matterhorn mountain is a one one hundredth perfect scale of whatever of the actual matterhorn because they just told me that in that game. So incredible. <laughs> and like when the park first opened, it was four worlds and like 20 attractions. And now it's eight worlds and over 50 attractions. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Nothing like learning. New oh, Disney game. oh, man. I cannot believe they like, I cannot. And I can believe that they made this game is the other part of that. Like, yes, this is this is exactly what Disney this is exactly what Disney would do these days because they don't make video games anymore. They're just selling you Disneyland. I mean, it just makes sense. It makes oh, sense that it has man. come to that. And also, all I can picture right now is like, as we've been recording, you were like running around tapping stuff with your magic wand in Disney. Oh, man. It's just <laughs> like... just like, yep, Parasol, got it. Parasol. Got it into my list. I just couldn't believe the first time it happened when I hit like a, when I hit like the trash can. I was like, oh, I wonder what happens when I do this. It's kind of weird if it just spouts trash everywhere. And instead, it just spouts coins at me. And then the pop up comes up that says like one of twenty five trash cans on Main Street. Ugh. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Oh my well, I'm gonna God. go do that now. Oh <laughs> God. Ridiculous. Ugh. Oh shit. <laughs> I need ice cream. I need ice cream, I need and ice I need cream. to go back to Disneyland. I, need, I think that's... That sounds like a plan for you. I need ice cream and probably alcohol and play Hob because I bought Hob. Nice. And I'm you very, tell me how that is. I'm very excited to play it. I'm trying to finish Pokemon Ultra Sun so I can have it finished before Sword and Shield. I know I got time. But I'm you trying. got you got a lot of time. I know. I'm so close though. Um, yeah. So 
Are we are we done? Are we ending? I mean, I got nothing else. I, I got I I, I, got I nothing. tapped out on Disneyland. <laughs> um, this has been Sarah Report Junior. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, follow us. I don't know what I'm doing. Um, how do we end this? Oh yes, you. This is a podcast you should be listening to, subscribe to, and downloading every single week. And you should follow us on YouTube. Uh, we have a new another Sarah Report Junior presents coming up soon. Probably on Friday, um, where I introduced Zach. Oh, God, I Zach. forgot we did that. I introduced Zach to the wonderful game that is the Great Gatsby NES game. <laughs> and you can see how that plays out. Uh, like I said, it should be posted on Friday on our YouTube channel. Uh, make sure you search for Say Report Junior, J-R, period. Uh, you can also find us on Spotify. You can find us on iTunes and all that good stuff. You can find us on Twitter at Say Report Junior, and you can find both of us individually. I am at Dale's Brain, and I am at Zerwiski, and also Waguiji. Waguiji. So there. Why did we? I we keep needing to talk about that. I mean, we don't need to. It's just fantastic. <laughs> and I made a little avatar for him. God. Because you inspired. Me. Um. um yeah, I got nothing. We gotta cool. get. We gotta get some ice cream. Yes, we do. Take Which it away. Was... Take it away, Liz. <laughs> I couldn't remember if we swapped off on that. Okay. I couldn't remember anything. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Say Report with your hosts Dale Decker and Zach Sarawick. Please follow the guys on Twitter and Facebook by searching for the Say Report, and you can always subscribe on your podcast channel so this is delivered straight to you, and you can enjoy it every week. With apologies to your mother, we'll see you next time.